This is my favorite Hall and Oates song, by the way. Oh. page click on his youtube page uh-huh all he, all he does is mash up shit oh like that. awesome this is what i was yes. i've been looking for okay go to Mot- motley reeves and the cruellas 10 seconds to run that one's dope as fuck for by, by the same guy same guy all right let me just uh go down his list here wow he's done a lot yeah motley reeves and the cruellas well, let me <laughs> I'm going to just uh, search for it because he's got a lot. Uh, um, there's a good one of. Um, oh, there we go. Oh, this one's dope as fuck. This one's dope as fuck. All right. That's how I first found this guy and I started following him on YouTube. They just made that crew song a thousand times better. Uh, this guy's uh this is this is kind of what I I was trying to go down a uh a mashup rabbit hole the other night. Oh, this is a mashup rabbit hole. And so this guy is exactly what I was looking for. Click uh, on anything else there that strikes your fancy. 
All right, give me one second here. Your calls very important. Let's please stand by. <laughs> oh yeah, see. shout his name out again. Oh, if anybody wants to check uh, out Bill so, McKnight or something. Bill McClintock. Oh, there you go. That's yeah, it. just Bill McClintock. He's uh, he we're get you know he's on the description of the uh, what we BSing about. Um, wow, I'm gonna click on this one and we're just gonna listen to it and we're just gonna try and figure out what two songs it is. Okay. Like a hit, hit go. You're gonna add probably. Oh hey, Donna Summer. Yeah. And the other side of the spectrum. Danzig. Right. <laughs> it was so good. I've heard this song actually. I've heard Mother mashed up with a bunch of shit. Really? Yeah. I guess it's an easy song to mash up. Yeah, I guess. for some reason it is. <laughs> that is, um, yeah. All right. I'm going to find more. one more. One yeah, more. Yeah, one yeah. More. Give me some more. Let's see here. I'm scrolling down. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm super intrigued on how the fuck this sounds. Let's see. Okay. Oh, wham. Slayer. it was on the sidebar and I'm just curious on what <laughs> that's our friend yes <laughs> oh this one's good this is real good Yes. 
Oh, I fucking oh, love that this. All right, this guy, this guy's my new, uh, this guy's my new earworm, right? Thank you, Bill McClintock, for your magic, because I will be going down the rabbit hole of your music and your mashups later on when I'm going, God, I really want to find some mashups. There you go. Let's see. What is his name on here? Well, if you just Bill, Google Bill McClintock, yeah, you just Google the, the Bill McClintock, it'll come up. He's got a, a little icon of a record. But uh, yeah, that shit's money, man. I'm I'm glad you uh, you brought this dude up because it I, came across my radio prep one day with one of the Motley Crew mashups, and there was a link to it, and I was like, "Oh, that's fucking funny." And it was I think, probably, I think it was the Martha and the Vandellas one, oh, and okay. uh, I was like, "Oh, that's dope as fuck." And then I kind of again just started flipping around the guy's channel. I was like, "All right, I'm adding you. <laughs> subscribe, oh, yeah, subscribe. like and subscribe," um, which you should totally do. Yeah, this is awesome. This is this is what I need in my life right now. Um, hey man. Hey man. Happy uh pre-Halloween. Right? I don't know why, but I've totally been sleeping in late lately. You know why? I can tell you why now. They think about it. We've been up late watching the Dodger games the past two nights. Oh, yep. They've there been you on go. until like ten o'clock, and that's way past our bedtime. Like last night I actually fell asleep before the game was over, but we were way ahead, so it was fine. So we lost the first game on Friday to the Giants. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's uh, I I sent you a message. I, I you know watching this these games. I learned it's the first time the Giants and Dodgers have ever met in the postseason, which is crazy. I didn't know that because we're in the same division. So what happens is if we both make it, usually we're not playing against each other. We're playing against somebody else, and one of us would get knocked out. Yeah. So here's the thing. I was bitching last week about the fact that even though we had the second best record in all of fucking major league baseball we had to go in as the wild card right right so that game was on wednesday night and it's one fucking game you get one game it's not a series it's one fucking game and anything can happen in one anything can happen in one game i mean that just don't sit right with me so we played the cardinals i think i mentioned i think we might have talked i don't remember but uh maybe it was just during the week uh we ended up winning with a walk-off homer in the Ninth or tenth, I think bottom of the ninth. Oh right, by uh, Chris Taylor, who we like to call CT three. Um, the guy's dope. The fucking hustler. Anyway, so then now we went to the division series with the Giants. And okay, again, here's another. It, there, it's funny because as much as I've been bitching about how we got into these playoffs, it, it seems like they're gonna redo the whole playoff thing because they're like, yeah, I guess the team with the second best record in the league shouldn't be a wild card. And then on top of it. So now that we beat the wild card game and we're playing the Giants, now you've got the two best teams with the best, like the Giants won 107 games and we won 106. Or uh-huh. it was 108, 107. It was then within one game, okay? Now you've got us playing each other and one of us is going to knock the other one out and it's not even the division championship. Yeah. We should have been playing each other for the fucking division championship. Yeah. You know, not yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. And then out of, you know, one of these teams going to the World Series fucking deserves it after that fucking record, you know? So, you know I mean? so uh, with 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 them revisiting how this works, like, how do you foresee this getting resolved? Is it just 
okay, these teams are so dope, like fuck the wild card this year. Like No, I mean, I think the wild card should go to the team with the fourth and fifth worst record. If you're gonna do it like that now, take the teams the top three record regardless of division. Yeah. Okay. But then you might see one division dominating the other. <clears throat> yeah. West. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. But whatever. You know, I, I don't know. But I don't know the way other sports do it because I don't watch other sports. But from what I've told, uh, they're like, yeah, they might, you know, it, they might change it up to what other sports do. But yeah, that's bullshit. That. Come on, baseball. Catch up. I mean, you you want to see one of the? the I mean, you want to see with the team with the best record going to the World Series. They fucking deserve it, you know, against yeah. whoever else. I mean, it's pretty much how it happens, you know, with football. I mean, it's only right. one game, but, like, you get, you know, the best teams, you you know, with the best records going against, you know, the other team doing the same thing or similarly. So, anyway, we'll see how it goes. So, the first, so now the division series is five games. So, the first two games were in San Francisco. Like, so we lost the first game. How much? Just by one. I think it was two to one. Oh, yeah, okay. it was two to one. And then last night, we beat them by nine to two. There or here? there and then now we come back to dodger stadium for the next two games and if it goes to the fifth it goes back to san fran oh so what uh what's what's your quote-unquote professional opinion on how this goes down i I, you never know but um i hope we fucking win (laughs) i mean it's so far it's a great series you know one and one so far so and it's nerve-wracking it's funny because my husband was saying, yeah, maybe we should have people over watch the game. And then like, not even 30 seconds later, he's like, no, never mind. Because he gets too stressful. Like most of the yeah. game last night, he was like pacing. He couldn't even sit down until we yeah. got a good lead. Then he's like, like, it was like five to one or six to one. He's like, okay, I can sit down now. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I don't watch uh, professional sports anymore, because it's just too taxing <laughs> on my, on my uh, spleen. Cause Oh my God. Last night he's like, I have, a, I have my stomach curse. I have to go take some Tums. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I it fuck. doesn't get like that for me, but you but know, I mean, like, when you get wrapped up in the heat of the moment, like, yeah, fuck yeah. I can see that happening because I've, I've felt like that before. I don't feel like their game affects me physically in any way other than, you know, I get excited or angry, but not like to where I'm physically ill. Cause right. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I feel I feel your husband. I feel him. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, nobody can come over while we watch the games. It's funny because. Sorry, nothing personal, y'all. It's just, you know, it's for your own benefit. Invited us out last night. Just something. I was like, they're like, are you coming? I'm like, no, Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I said. No. I don't know how to break this to you, but, you, you know, Los Lawyers. Right. Uh. I went to my first skate class yesterday because my brother didn't go last week. Oh, yeah. How was skate it, class? It was way fun. It, yeah. Like The reason I signed up, like I said, is one, I, I realized it's all my friends that are teaching it, and two, is just to get me out to skate, you know, regularly. Yeah, cause, absolutely. Because, you know, I mean, you're only doing it like maybe, you know, what, once, once a, a week. Once a couple weeks. I'm even putting yeah. them on barely. I'm not even putting them on once. Well, now I am the end of the class. Anyway, and it's the best rink in town, and it's always used up. So, you know. Anyway, it was super fun. Um. There was probably about six or seven adults, mostly female, one guy, mm-hmm. and then a handful of kids. Hmm. And again, it was all my friends teaching it. And, you know, 
the fact that it didn't go last week is no big deal because they were just teaching them all basic stuff anyway. You know, like I know how to skate forwards. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know how to skate forwards. I know how to transition. That's what they call turning around, going from like forwards to backwards. Oh, yeah, I'm back. And, I'm bad at that one. And my backwards skate has been. Well, like I said, OK, my my left leg is lame and usually my right foot will just push. Mm-hmm. And that's what they call like scooter pushes. Oh, OK. I basically need to get my left foot to do something. Because uh, uh, it's just lame. Anyway, so I've been working on my back. <laughs> Get to work. Skating. Yeah, I just you know a better flow. So I've been working on my backwards skating. So anyway, we went out there. It was super fun. You know, met some new people and stuff like that, which was cool. And then um, you know, did some of the stuff with them. Like they had them like working on their turns and doing like weaving through cones. So I would like do that with them and stuff like that. And then um, we got to backwards skating by the end. So I got to practice that a little bit. And then my transition from backwards skating back to forwards is shit. It's oh. like I need to I need to figure out that just to get everything to flow smoothly, you yeah. know, to look cool, basically. Otherwise, you're like, whoa, you know, shit, oh, I almost fell down. Woo. Yeah. Anyway, that's what's called. Yeah, my backwards skating is getting way better. But now I got to work on that transition from backwards back to forwards. So, you know, just a little rusty then. Well, I never really knew how to do that stuff. Oh, really? No. Oh. As a kid, I've always known how to transition from forwards to backwards to turn around. But Mm -hmm. I never learned. Again, I never really learned my backwards skating that great. And then I never learned backwards turning around back to forwards. Oh, well, shit. You do learn something new every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's still there's all kinds of stuff to learn. (laughs) And then after that, after see, I I just want my backwards skating to get good where I could just, you know, flow from forwards to backwards and just, you know. Yeah. And then after that, I want to work on you can't start doing like spins and and stuff until you learn. They're called manuals, basically just being on either your toes, like your front toes or your back two wheels. Mm, Okay, like a flipping a wheelie kind of thing. Yes. Okay. But or, you know, sometimes there's the. You can go with uh, you're on your backs on one skate and your fronts on the other skate, you know, whoosh. anyway, learning to balance on your to- two wheels per foot instead of all four. Is okay. that the next step to try and learn? Yeah, that's, then you, again, then you could do cool. That's some balance. Like that. That's some balance and shit right there. Yeah. I mean, like, OK, so the trick is if you're skating forward, just stick one foot out just one at a time and lift your front wheel. That's mm. easy. And then, you know, and do it like put your skate behind you and lift your back wheels. So, you know, so, and then do it with each foot so that gets comfortable. But then the hard part is doing it at the same time. Like my husband can actually, he's working on, like you have your front foot on the back wheels and you have your back foot on the front two wheels. So mm. like, so he's working on that. He can, he can, I've got video of him doing that. He That's some disco it. moves is what you got going on there. Yeah. Cause then there's this, um, there's this dope ass skater dude in Atlanta. Is he, he, he looks like he's a hippie white guy biker. This, is this the one I sent you? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I'm follow that guy. Anyway. No, this <laughs> it's guy's another guy. <laughs> no, that guy's dope as fuck because that guy just skates all over town and backwards. And, and he, he that guy's dope as fuck, that old guy. Yeah. This is other guy called Push 515. He's probably maybe he's a little bit younger than that guy, but he's got like long, like black grayish hair, salt and pepper hair. But the way he glides around on his skates are just so fucking smooth. Like he got glides around mostly on his front two wheels on both feet, just kind of. Huh. Swishes them around and he fucking goes around and teaches people how to skate. He fucking so Usher's got a, a residency in Vegas right now. And during one of his songs, he comes out on skates and what? Usher knows what he's doing. 
and he performs a song on skates with two other guys. What? And Usher's got his backwards flow down and everything. He's pretty dope. But um, this guy, Push, went out and met with him recently and gave him and his buddies some classes and some tips and shit like that. Oh, that's so cool. This guy goes everywhere. He's pretty. And then, like, I even started following this kid who's this big, tall, white kid, too. And they'll skate around, but they always got, like, their rags hanging out of their pockets and they got the same style of skating flow and stuff. It's really oh, yeah. <laughs> Shoot. You know, me and my husband are all about the rag now because we're like, we get so fucking sweaty when we skate. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, that we're like, now I know why everyone's carrying the rags and the towels. We're like, we definitely bring our, our rags and towels next time. <laughs> Just making sure you're uh, you're wearing the right colors in the right neighborhoods. Right, right, right. No, we're wearing like, I'm bringing like our Dodger towels that we get, you know, those little towels that you hand to you at the games, the rally towel. Oh, rally towel. Golly. That'll make a good one. Yeah. Actually, and I bought us, he doesn't listen to our podcast, but I bought us some Run the Jewels bandanas. What? Oh man! From the website, so it's like, yeah, he could use one of those. I, I need like- to, I need to buy me some Run of the Jewels merch. I have none. Although I did see this like hybrid combination of Run of the Jewels slash CM Punk shirt, where it's a <laughs> CM, where it's a CM Punk shirt, but it's his like wrapped up hands uh-huh. holding the mic and shit. I'm like, okay, I could. That looks so dope. That's funny. And it's representing like two things as opposed to just one. I don't mind spending the money on artist merch because I no. know that's one of the few ma- ways they actually make money anymore. Yeah. No, I, I I prefer to buy the problem here. All right. This is a little bit of a rabbit hole. So I prefer going to the artist's website and buying mm-hmm. their merch. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that at that point, you're dealing with smaller companies who are fulfilling these orders. Mm-hmm. And I've had quite a bit of orders get fucked up. Yeah. Like, you know, wrong shirt size, wrong shirt completely. Yeah. You know, so it, it bums me out because I want to go specifically to the band to get these things. But when you're dealing with these smaller band companies, it's like, well, fuck. Like, you know, yeah. like I think I think Run of the Jewels sounds like they got their shit together. But like actually, they're super cool because actually two years ago, my husband bought me a bunch of their merch for Christmas and they sent the wrong size hoodie. And uh-huh. he this is he already ordered it, wrapped it. I opened it up and then he went and looked at his receipt and he goes, oh, here's what I ordered. You sent me the wrong one. They sent him a new one and told him to keep the smaller one. So no, that's nice. Yeah. They were good. They're cool. Yeah. So, I mean, is you know, I I prefer to do it by the artist, but, yeah. you know, sometimes it's it, it's kind of catch 22. And the problem is, is that you get spoiled by the Amazon Prime mentality that like, mm-hmm. why is it not here already? Yeah, you know, it it sucks because we've gotten so accustomed to having stuff sometimes delivered in a day. Yeah. You know that when I go to order something from a different site, like when I order from Lego, like I'm I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have this. Oh, no, it's probably sometime next week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, so it's 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 having to break the habit of of uh, instant gratification. Right. True. True. So, uh, hey, did you hear that? Um that Zuckerberg lost about $6 billion in five hour or outage. <laughs> like uh-huh. that's, I mean, fucking the, the stock market gets a gamble. Like horse racing is a gamble. Fucking social media is a fucking gamble apparently. Cause that's a lot of fucking money to lose in five fucking hours over. Now, mind you, I'm going to say something really like techie nerdy and shit over a DNS issue. It, this was a DNS issue. This was an internal issue with a server and it was a DNS issue and it wasn't a hack or anything. And oh, I think it also had to do with the whistleblower. 
Um, I mean, it might have, and maybe they're covering it up. But like, um, I was reading some uh, some information from uh, one of the companies that they use um, for you know tracking you know network activity because i'm sure that they were covering their ass they're like they use us so we got to put something out and be like it wasn't us it was a mm-hmm. dns issue um but yeah that's a long time to be down now mind you that's that's just not facebook which you know i i don't give a fuck about facebook um but it's also instagram i think it's whatsapp as well mm-hmm. so you know um yeah it took down a lot of shit yeah i don't think the whistleblower thing helped the stocks any yeah yeah, she was fascinating. I was listening to her. She was actually quite fascinating. I don't know if you yeah. listened to any of her. No, I, I didn't. Uh, what, what, she what? spoke. She spoke really well. She got her points across. She didn't throw anybody under the bus. She wasn't with one party or the other. She was just straight up like, they're basically Facebook is basically taking the dollar over everybody's benefit. They know the ads money that they're taking. They know the divisiveness it's causing. They know the anguish it's causing. They've got the reports on how Instagram is harmful to teenagers and and getting likes and comments and all these things. This, you know, crashes their system. They know the stories they're pumping your way are there to make you angry so you stay on longer and click shit. They wow. don't care they're taking the money is what this whistle Wow, that's fucked up. Yeah. Zuckerberg took about two, three days to come out and say, that's not true, but it's like all of these, all of these congressmen that were asking their questions are like, well, when we spoke to so-and-so and they said they didn't have the information on how Instagram affects teens, are you saying they were lying? She goes, yes, I know for a fact that they have the reports and statistics and studies on how it affects teens, you know? Wow. God damn, man. Well, you know, I mean, we all kind of knew that too much of something always is bad for you, so. I mean, she's just basically saying that it needs to be regulated by other than by people other than within the company and themselves. Yeah, it's just who, right? Because well, at that's that point, they're saying another another like there needs to be some kind of government federal committee. Yeah, but do we trust the government and, and federal committee to get involved with this shit? Because they're you know, look, they're, basically they're you're, saying- you're transferring the the you're transferring the watchdog part of this from the company who's making billions to another company that wants to make billions right, right. there's but she, she's saying they're saying kind of like smoking industry is regulated how yeah. you know you can't advertise the teens and things like that shit like that needs to be regulated what's being sold to teens you know shit, things like that got it what's being advertised to them and stuff like that because they were talking also about how instagram's like well, no, we we don't advertise diet stuff to kids and stuff like that. And there was another group that came along that set themselves up as this fake company and bought these ads on Insta and, and targeted them at kids. And Insta's like, yeah, cool. Go ahead. Take your money. <laughs> you know, shit like that, you know. So they straight up got caught. And again, they're just saying it kind of like how, again, it was smoking and there was another example they used, but it needs to be regulated. It's like, yeah. I mean, specifically, I think when it comes to kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I don't I don't know how you fix that because, you know, kids love that shit, but there's got to be a way to pull back. I don't know. Check for ID. I, I don't know. I don't know I what the right like, answer is. You know how they keep talking about this Instagram kids is supposed to be coming out like based like Zuckerberg yeah. working on Instagram kids. It's like, OK, then it shouldn't have likes. It shouldn't have comments. Just post a fucking picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to me, I think it's the likes and the comments that are so harmful. Yeah. Well, I, I do like 
I mean, not that. So they, they have a feature right now where you can turn off commenting and turn off like uh, mm-hmm. seeing the like numbers, which I like doing because I'm like, I don't want to. I don't care. I just want to post mm-hmm. a picture. And hey, if you like it, great. And if not, go fuck yourself. Um, but uh, yeah, they have a feature where you can turn it on and off, but I can see where it would be beneficial to I mean, why just not just do away with it completely for everybody and find a, a different yeah, way to, then to communicate your lose money because then all these little influencers are going to lose yeah. their goddamn minds, which I yeah. think is great because uh, yeah, because I guess at that point they can't be like, well, I have well, I mean, you could still prove in a matter of speaking that people are enjoying your content by the matter of users you have. But does it matter if anybody, nobody else sees it? Hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? like if yeah. I'm the company, I, I can't tell how many users and likes you have. Well, I mean, they probably, I mean, they'll always have a way to tell that on the back end, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, on the front end where everybody can see it, yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's they're li- talking about how Facebook's algorithm purposely gives you the shit that angers you because that's the emotion that gets you clicking and staying longer. Yeah. This this kind of like wraps wraps back around to an article I sent you earlier in the week where it said man lost at sea for 29 oh, yeah. days calls it a nice break. And mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, you know, sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 29 days of just being disconnected from the world, mm-hmm. especially because the world is connected even just at the drop of a hat with a watch or a phone or something. Right. Mm-hmm. So. 29 days at sea sounds kind of nice. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't, I don't, I don't like hate that idea. I just don't know how you. Yeah. Like here, here I'm going, how do you monetize silence? (laughs) Like, no, man, that's gotta be self-searching shit. You got to do it on your own. I can't regulate your life. You got to regulate your own fucking life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah oh man what else did i have for you oh uh i sent you uh a clip of madonna on kimmel did you see that oh i heard about it i hadn't watched it oh madonna so here's i'm a little heartbroken i'm gonna why be are on. you heartbroken i'm heartbroken because as a kid as a young kid in the 80s like i had a big old crush on madonna like true blue madonna right like short blonde, hair? blonde, short hair. Like I loved fucking true blue Madonna. Okay. And you know, I've always had a like a like a soft spot for Madonna. And you know, as life went on, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll listen, see, you know. So she's on there, and I haven't seen Madonna in a fucking long time. I'm like, oh, you know, cool. I'm like, who the fuck is this? I was like, wait, wait. Yeah, I was like, oh, wait, you haven't seen her in a long time? No, like, uh-uh. Like 10 years, like 20 years? How much you're talking? Because I want to know how much of a shock you were in for. I was in a complete shock, so I'm not even <laughs> sure how many years it's been. But that I think person... I followed her on Instagram or something like that. So I, I, I've known what she's looked like for the past 10 years. Okay, maybe it's been maybe that then, because I, like, I saw her and I was like, who the fuck is this? It took me a second. I'm like, I thought this was a Madonna clip. And I'm watching it. I'm like, holy fuck, this is Madonna. So she's gotten some work done, folks. Yeah, a little bit. She's gotten some Your work face done. all stretched out. Like and yet, you know, and it's and it's funny because like it kind of bums me out because I figured like well, she is dating a 27 year old, you know, so. So 
Listen, there's there's to feel young. I okay, but there's other ways to feel young, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, like for her, that's her. That's for her. That's her decision. One of your choice. I'm not saying I'm not saying, (laughs) hey, listen, you're you're listening to the wrong thing. I'm just there are certain like like celebrities who I'm like, oh, I, I can't see that person getting fucking plastic surgery. They're just going to rock being oh, old because really? rock being old is just like like, oh, you know, thought she was going to do that. I thought she was going to be like Jamie Lee Curtis, who like is still beautiful. She's older, she's gray hair. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got some wrinkles, but she's like still you can working. tell still working doing Halloween movies and shit. Um, but you could tell that she ain't got no work done, at least if she she has like you can't really tell. Oh, and no, she's th- one of them that's straight up like always said nope. She's oh, shit well, she's see, shit. more power. No, she didn't do shit either. Yeah. See, it's like there's certain people who I figure are confident enough in mm-hmm. who they are to not mm-hmm. have to like, like gussy themselves up to like plastic surgery. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that make so sense? Apparently she wasn't that confident. She wasn't that confident. She wasn't that strong. I don't know. Maybe she is. Like, like I said, this, like you just said, it to each his own. But I was definitely heartbroken when I saw her. I was like, oh man, I figured like I you, you were gonna be one of those people who were just gonna be like, I'm old. Fuck you. Like, deal with it. Yeah. I mean, you know? I don't know if she's had surgery, but she definitely looks like she said way oh, too no. much goddamn fillers. Uh, she's had something. And... Well, like I said, it's those fillers that just puffs and stretches out your face, and they try and do it because they think it's not gonna give them wrinkles, and now you just look plastic and stretchy and gross. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it, it makes you look like you're bloat or something or you just had like a I, like too much like uh, like fucking turkey or something. I don't know. Like you ate- I think there, I, like I said, I heard about this clip going around and I think the reason I didn't watch it is because it just it just reeked of desperation to me. I feel like she's just trying way too hard to try and stay relevant. Um, You can definitely get a sense of that from the video, especially with the hurt like jumping on the desk and like mooning the crowd yeah it's um, like this is not 30 years ago yeah which look uh, you can still keep your rebel edge in different ways as you get older mm-hmm. it's just not being 20 year old madonna you're now what 50 60 year old madonna 60. you could still you could still be a badass without like having to show your butt or like get on the on, the, on his desk you just have to you know I don't know, fucking just shit talk bullshit, you know, like, yeah. Oh, I see what's happening in the world. Fuck that shit. You know, never liked it. Never did. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do to help. You know, I'm Madonna, but she's got a song called bitch. I'm Madonna. <laughs> not surprising that she's wait, 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 go to Spotify and go pull it up real quick. It, it uh, came up like in uh, uh, like two albums ago. Uh, I want to say. Let's see. <laughs> As my as my child, I don't know if you're gonna hear that, but oh, it's with Nicki Minaj, no less. All right, um, as my child is singing in the living room, I don't know if you're gonna hear her, but she's like wailing. No. We hit the elevator right up to the rooftop. The bass is pumping, make me wanna screw the top off. Yeah, we'll be drinking and nobody's gonna stop us. And we'll be kissing anybody that's around us. I just wanna have fun tonight. Shit, to the All right, well, at least it's like 
At least she's trying to be current? Oh, Airhorn. This couple years go too. Just waiting for Nicki Minaj to. You had to, you had to hear her singing her own line. Well, yeah. Great episode. Wrote a song called "Bitch on Madonna." I don't know if she wrote this actually. I'm saying like. I don't even remember Nicki in this song. Yeah, it says it in the in the description. Maybe she just got like a quick like. Alright, Nikki better hurry up because Alright, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Uh, um, oh actually Madonna helped write it. Nikki helped write it. See, but even the cover of this song, which I'm looking at on Spotify, still looks like Madonna. Mm. Like, I don't know if it's because like, you know, they photoshopped it to look like old Madonna. I don't know. This I'll say this album came out six years ago. Six years. Where, um, I, this was a good album. I, I wasn't mad at this album. I don't know if you ever heard it, but it was a good album. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna tell you the last album I swore by, which I was like, yeah, that's my jam right there. Um, let's see. Wow, maybe it was the. All right, let's see. I think it was this, which I fucking love the song. Mm. What year was that album? 2000? 2005, dude. <laughs> but I fucking like, I love this fucking like ABBA style fucking Madonna and shit. Your most popular song on fucking Spotify. Huh. Are you DJing in the club? Hell yeah. On the ones and twos on this laptop. Fucking love this song, son. I mean, how fresh is that shit? I fucking love My that husband, song. husband, I don't know why he he had some video on his phone, and it was some guy DJing at like a rave or concert or you know one of those electronic festivals, and it was like from his point of view behind the controllers, right? And my husband's like, "What the fuck is he even doing back there? Every time he touches a button, there turns something, and makes no effect on the music whatsoever. Goddamn ever. It's yeah. not like it's like I'm like it's he's just like bopping around to a fucking." mp3 you know it's like you're not doing shit up there because even at the point where the beat drops he's just waving his hands in the air yeah. it's not even bop, doing bop, bop, on the, bop, on the bop, fucking bop, computer bop. you know yeah it's just like i can't believe these people have jobs dude Wait, like if, uh, if paris hilton can do it come on 
Like, I'm just mad at it. Setting up a goddamn playlist. I'm just mad. I didn't figure it out before they did. Right. Like, you mean I can just take this laptop out on tour? Yep. Yep. What? Okay, I'm in. Drop the bass. The only I think the only problem I would have with being one of these DJs is having to listen to that fucking music every night. No, it's not even that. Because, I mean, you could smoke enough tweets to where this sounds like good um, <laughs> um, would be being up late at night. Oh, yeah. Doing that. Sure. Well, my, being set's out. On at one, my, my set's on at 1 a.m. today. Yeah. I'm like, like, I like being up late. Don't get me wrong. I think the last couple nights have been up till like two because um, I just like it. It's my quiet time. So I like I'll play music or I'll fucking watch. I'll catch up on stuff like watch our movie that we'll be talking about here soon, shortly, and a specific show that I might have finished. <laughs> I think we're going to finish it today. Okay. Again, we can. We had to like seriously plan our viewing today uh, this week around the Dodger game. So we watched our movie on Thursday because that was the only night we didn't have a game. We played Wednesday, we played Friday, we played Saturday. So like, gotta fucking watch a movie. So I sent you an article. So, so, wait, so tonight there's no game. So tonight we got to get a bunch Ooh, of our viewing okay. in. So uh, I sent you an article in the show I'm talking about. Obviously, if, if, if you don't get it, is, I can, I, I can tell him fucking watch Squid Game. Fucking watch Squid Game. Everybody's yeah. watching Squid Game. Well, I mean, it's a good show. It's a stressful show. It's a <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to put this in a Halloween category. Because okay. I think I, I, I think it, it fills a Halloween thing for me. Um, but I finished it yesterday. I sent you a BuzzFeed article on little like things you might have missed watching it the first time which kind of made me excited about actually going back and watching it a second time oh cool yeah and you know if we end up doing you know like a like a special edition or something on just that you know just the series um yeah i'd be excited to do that because i'm trying not to click on too much social media for this because i don't want to see shit i haven't seen yet but yeah well that's why that's why i prefaced it when i sent it to you like after you're done watching it open this up save Um, it for later but there was one I actually clicked on this week where Fallon had the cast on some a couple of the cast from the show on via satellite. Uh-huh. They weren't actually there. Okay. But they were talking about um, the doll in red light, green light. That oh, my God. Sings the thing and shoots everybody down. He's like, you guys are familiar with this character, right? And the girl, the girl they had on was the young girl. I don't remember her number, but the young girl in the show. OK. Um, the pickpocket. Yep. And uh, she goes, yeah, she would explain is that character is from Korean textbooks. Like they all grew up with this. You know how like we had like Jack and Jill. Oh, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whatever those little stories were, you know, not Jack and Jill, but you know, yeah, no, little, but I get. Yeah. The little like golden golden uh, books or whatever. Yeah, it was like their fucking textbooks in school, though. They're like, yeah. this character was one of the characters that taught us shit. And so every Korean kid knows. There's a little boy and a little girl, and this was the girl character. So everyone oh knows God. that kid. And then they turned into a fucking killer. I'm like, that's brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> fucking well, dude, just well, and it's it, it, it's it, it. Oh man, how do I explain this? Don't. <laughs> no, no, Let's but but I, well, no, because I, like I think it's 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 pertinent to those uh, who haven't watched it and are thinking about watching it, and it's the. They're obviously games set up. Um, you know, I'm not giving a lot. They're all children's games. They're all children's games, but it's the simplicity of the games that supposedly gives everybody a fair chance. That gives everybody a fair chance, and the life and death consequences of these kid games. That's just brilliantly done. 
I still don't see how tug of war gives everybody a fair chance. Uh, well, did you get that? Did you get that far? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, but nobody, I mean, have you your whole life ever had a strategy for tug of war? I mean, I the do strongest now. side wins usually. I, I guess. I yeah, now. that's true. Right. <laughs> Which, oh my, oh God, I just had a revelation from just thinking about, okay. Yeah. Oh man. So much, so much to talk about at some point in life. All right. You'll have to remind me to, once you're done watching it, to talk about Tug of War, because now I'm just like, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, like, what, how do I finish it tonight? I don't even know how many episodes there are. I never even looked. Uh, I think it's like seven, eight, or nine around there. Okay, because I'm pretty sure we just finished six. I don't want to look. I'm afraid to look. I don't yeah, look here. I'll, I'll, I'll look for you, because I think I still have left it up. Let me look. My apologies if like music starts playing because this is what usually happens. Oh yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. Bitch, I'm Madonna. Dun dun. Yeah, see, it's starting to play. Um, it is straight up nine episodes. Okay. So yeah. I've got three more. I think we can do that today. So uh, oh no, uh, stop talking. Whatever, stop talking. Stop talking. Um, what else did I send you this week? Um. Oh, hey! Speaking of Halloween, nope. See, it's gonna keep playing. No, people don't want to hear that. Stop it. Um. Speaking of Halloween, I I, I sent you someone who's going to be performing soon, and doing mm. a a different style of music. Which I was like, what the? F-? Speak. It's like, are you mashing yourself up? Because that's what this is gonna sound like, right? This guy's going to go like mash up fucking songs because it's going to be him singing, you know. Uh, so Danzig is going to be performing soon, but doing Elvis songs. That's so weird. I feel like, like he's another one who's reaching. I, it's just weird. Like, I just uh, what? Like, I like I'm it's I'm morbid, morbidly curious on what the fuck hunk of hunk of burning love YouTube, sounds like google it he's got to be out there doing it live at some point dude. already they're doing you a think? whole fucking show yeah come on he had to at least right. been doing an elvis song in his set let's at see. least one for at least a year or so to decide hey let's do a whole show bitch i'm madonna <laughs> <laughs> bitch i'm dad's it <laughs> let's see so i have these i don't know if you remember these but i have these oh dancing was into a it's an it, and graphic novels and shit. Oh my god! I think it's an entire album, dude. Yeah. Let me look on guys. Spotify. Oh my god! Oh my god! I have these postcards, these weird Christmas sexual postcards that Danzig drew. Danzig that what? That he they're drew? These, yeah, they're these set of graphic Christmas postcards that he drew from the '90s that I got my hands on when I was at MSO at some point, and I've still been holding on to them. Oh, that's funny. Let's, They're very graphic. Oh my god! Oh, I'm sure. Fourteen songs, fourteen Elvis songs. All right, let's just pick. Um, let's see. Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna start with. Okay, he sounds like Elvis after he died. Oh, yeah. That's Elvis ghost haunting me. (laughs) (laughs) 
to know this song? Oh, but let's go. Like, is he drunk? <laughs> it's dead Elvis. It's dead drunk Elvis. Mommies. Never knew how much I love you. That's not Elvis. <laughs> Never knew how much I cared. Oh my god. When you put your... right, here we go. Which is usually uh which is one of my favorite Elvis yeah. songs. Quite as good as I should. Maybe I didn't love you. <laughs> this is horrible. This must have started as like a joke. Like, you know, it'd be fucking right? funny. Little what dancing? Oh, hold on. I gotta get on my knees to talk to you. What dancing? <laughs> yes, Glenn. Yes. What would you like, sir? What if I did Elvis songs? Okay. What do you mean? Like, I did an album of fucking Elvis songs. I mean, it would be funny, but like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> right. So I I don't know how to tell you, but I already did it. Oh, oh cool, man. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So Ooh. sadly, I've decided. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm not going to the Primer show. Uh, just healthy reasons and stuff? No, I totally forgot our fucking, um, that's our only skate party this month. Oh, okay. Got it. And... In doing some research and looking at the set list. Uh-huh. Okay, so on the sixth, on the sixth, when they were in uh, Richmond, Virginia, here is here is Primus' set. Okay, I, I told you they're doing a Primus set and then they're doing a fucking rush album in its entirety. Right, right. So that's just my worst nightmare. Um, <laughs> so here are the 10 song, 10 Primus songs they sang. Those damn blue collar tweakers, lacquer head. Too Many Puppies, Sergeant Baker, American Life, Fisticuffs, Eclectic Electric, Winona's Big Brown Beaver, My Name is Mud, and Over the Electric Grapevine. Okay. So there's literally three songs in there I'd want to hear. Yeah. And, and it's probably three songs and that you've seen. even Jerry the Race Car Driver? Come on. And it's songs that you've seen them perform, plus Jerry was a race car driver. So then on the fifth, the night before, they were in Pittsburgh, and they did a totally not totally different, but they, it looks like they are switching it up. Mm. So then the night before in Pittsburgh, they did to defy the laws of tradition. Here comes the bastards, Groundhog's Day, Eclectic Electric, Jimmy's on Smack, Spaghetti Western, the Anti-Pop, and Herald for the Rocks. And then they closed with My Name is what Mud, Jerry was race car driver, and Over the Electric. It's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to sit around all night for fucking that. Uh... Again, for three songs at the most that I want to hear. And I didn't pay for the tickets, so. Yeah, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna give them to somebody I, else. I mean, let's uh, look, man. It's sometimes it's okay to 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 get your set list leaked, and even if you've been playing the you same old fucking songs over and over again, like I'm okay because at least I know what I'm getting into. You know what? I you know I as a kid I was like I didn't want to know. Surprise me! Woohoo! Now I am all about set list FM. It oh, is man. my saving grace. Yeah, I'm too <laughs> old to looked, be. Su- yeah. I'm too I old to be surprised by your set list because it took a lot for me to get out to your show. Exactly. And now so, I can look at your set list and figure out when I can leave. Yeah. Like if you surprise me with like a, a like a cover at the end or something, like right before you go into your like fucking last song or whatever. All right, cool. 
But if you're going to give me like a bunch of shit that I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, now I'm just annoyed I'm out here and then I got to stand next to this fucking drunk asshole and yeah. this and this bitch over here who's like talking all kinds of shit about her fucking boyfriend who's not even at the show. And I'm not you know. going if there's a chance you're not even going to play Jerry was a race car driver. I mean, like, it's not even on the set list every night. I mean, yeah. it's Winona's Big Brown Beaver, and I think my name is Mud is, but Jerry, you're telling me Jerry's not on the set list every night? I, I'm not. I, I can't. Sucks. I can't. <laughs> I can't go to a show for three songs. Like, no, not, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's too yeah. much of a commitment. For that, I'll just watch fucking, like, you know, your performance. I'll watch videos from the nineties. <laughs> yeah, or or like if you're gonna play uh, like a performance, like like when they did the live stream of Lollapalooza. All right, I'll watch that. I'm in the comfort of my own home. If you want to do some fucking experimental crazy, you know like I'm home. I'm gonna go skate instead. Yeah. So this is cool because so this is the first skate night where we're making it three hours long and we're having an adult hour from seven to eight. So we're kicking all the fucking kids off the rink for some grown folk shit. Yeah. Get your ass out of here. I'm going to request the first song for adult hour is um, Freak Show, baby, baby, on the dance floor. <laughs> Just a freak nice. show. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Uh, hold on. I got to pause you. You keep talking. Freak show on the dance floor. Uh, I also want some um, meeting in the ladies room. Uh, yeah, it's going to be all this stuff that these kids don't know. Get out of my way. I got shit to do. So, yeah. And it's our it's our only skate jam this month. So it's like I need to be at it next month. We got like two, maybe three. So if I miss one, it's OK. But this is the only one this month. So I got to go. I got to go skate. Uh, OK, sorry about that. Um, my, my child decided to open up the door while we're recording to tell me that she had a cut. And oh, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Did you put a bandaid on it? She's like, yeah. Good job. I'm like, okay. So what's up? She's like, it hurts. I'm like, oh, well, I'm. Did you kiss it? No. Because what the fuck am I supposed to do? I'm like in the middle of a recording and shit. Like you kissed it. Uh, yeah, but like she's seven. She's she's a big girl. She okay. does her own laundry for fuck's sake. Like she can <laughs> she can brave a fucking little cut. Come on now. I'll I'll give you cuddles later and shit. Let daddy record with his friend. Let daddy talk to his friend, record his friend talking with some bullshit. Um, what? Uh, oh, we didn't bring this up last week, but uh, Billie Eilish playing Sally for Danny Elfman's Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, I don't know how, quite how I feel about that. Really? I'm intrigued. Josh, my husband goes, didn't we cancel her? What I do you mean? That's, that's all right. She was she got money. Fun- got caught making fun of Asians, pulling her eyes slanted and talking all ching chong and shit. What? Yeah, she did that in one of her videos. Uh, oh, like I missed a, that. Like a TikTok video or something like that kind of thing. Oh, no. I also no. feel like it's Elfman. I feel like they're, again, they're trying to reach out to a just a totally brand new audience. Yeah. Sure. Wow. I mean, uh, granted, she might sound good. I, I was like, that might sound pretty cool. I, I would like to see her spin on certain songs. Yeah, it would be interesting. I'll probably listen to it later. Yeah. Just don't make fun of it. fucking people. I've never man. been to one of those shows because, I mean, it sounds cool. But <laughs> then at the end, supposedly Elfman plays Dead Man's Party. And Which it's like, is dope. That just makes me angry, actually. Why? <laughs> it's like I, because. I, it's like I have been to like 10 plus fucking Halloween Boingo shows and I want to hear every other goddamn Boingo song but Dead Man's Party. Oh. And it just annoys me that that's the one he'll play after this whole fucking thing. It just Got it. It upsets me. Got it. 
I, I respect your opinion. I love them. I, I respect. I, I still like right now. Like I'm playing like a, this is the time you know I listen to a bunch of their music. But there's a live album that they put out. Um, it was, I think it's called their farewell album from their last concert. You should listen to it, and it's it's in, in its entirety. It's dope as fuck. What year was that? All spooky and shit. I'm guessing like early 90s. Here's the thing. They made a video like in a DVD of that concert and shit. And I've always wanted to get my hands on it, but I didn't buy it back then. And now it's like hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go. Farewell. Live from Universal Amphitheater. Yes, bitch. God, I saw them so many times there. I know, right? Universal, Universal Amphitheater. Theater, which is, if for, for those of you who don't know, um, it's either Harry Potter land now or the yes. parking lot to Harry Potter land. It's one it, or the other. Yeah. Uh, it's from 95. Ooh, wow. It's such a good album. Like I said, from beginning to end, it's it's like. All right. I might be it, jumping. It was two albums back in the day. So it's like 30 fucking songs. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's all spooky. It starts out all, you know. As spookies. Now, were you? I, I think Did I miss this? Were you at this show? I was not. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got you. Uh, but yeah, I was at most of all the other ones. <laughs> I, was, I don't know how many times I've seen Boingo at Universal. All um, of the all of the times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Quick, off your head, how, who have you seen at Universal Amphitheater? Uh, uh, James, uh, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> uh, uh, Cypress Smoke Out Tour. Cypress Hill, the Beastie Boys, and Rollins band? band, maybe. Um. Oh, I saw um Foreigner, Frampton, and. Ario Speedwagon. <gasps> oh my God! Uh, Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson. Like I was at that one. Yeah, I think I was there with you. I think. Were we with Ryan and his friend? I don't remember. I just remember like because I remember being at his. Wait, who was it? Marilyn Manson and Nine Inch Nails. Was that what? what did the um did the Circus Freak sideshow open up for him? Yes. Yes. I was at that. I just remember being at Ryan's friend's house. Jim, before Jim Rose? To... Yes. Jim Rose? Jim Ro- yes. I remember being at Ryan's friend's house before we went smoking hash. Yes. Then I was there because that, okay. that's my story from there. Because yeah, I was like. it was fucked up. Yeah. Because I remember I, I remember fucking Nine Inch Nails like uh, fucking um, the uh, the guitarist was like coming towards me um, while they were playing. Because I just imagined like he had like this like strobe light behind him and it looked like he was just kind of coming towards me during the mm-hmm. show. I was like, well, I'm pretty fucked up. Right. <laughs> yes. So we were there together then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> so that's the part I remember. I'm like, I remember smoking hash at that show. Like, yes, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, who I'm else? Like, who else? Yeah. I'm like, who else? I, I remember. I there's maybe some K-Rock shows, maybe like an acoustic. Oh, Christmas. yeah. I've seen, some acoustic, I've seen a couple of acoustic Christmas there. Like, I think that's the only festival type show I've seen there. Uh, but I've seen other people there that I'm just trying to, like, remember. Um, um, I want to say Alice in Chains, but I don't think so. I think Alice in Chains is at the Palladium. Okay. I saw Alice in Chains there and Deftones, but it was the new version of Alice in Chains. Because I never I've got never to say, yeah, I never got to see Lane um, and Allison Chains. I've never seen the new version. Um, it was like on the, his first album that he did with them. Um, he's good. I don't, I don't hate the guy. Um, damn, this is making me want to like fucking sift through. Uh, 
I know. I'm like, I know where my so, ticket box is. I know where my ticket box is because I think most of them always end up in there. But yeah, uh, definitely saw them there. Got- it was such a good place to see people because it was like it was big, place, yeah. but not too big. And the sound was really good. I know I saw a zombie there um, probably mm-hmm. a couple times, you know, during like the Joe era. Um, good place. Good place. Yeah, good place. I fucking saw Rick James there, okay? Fucking Rick James, bitch. Oh, that's where I saw my second. Fuck, now I remember. Uh, Lisa Lisa and the Cold Jam and Expose. Mm. My second concert ever I seen there. That's dope as fuck. Was there. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just to date myself again. Huh. Um, uh, what did it say? Um, New Kids on the Block is announced <laughs> next year. They're going out on a tour. They're calling it the Mixtape Tour. What? It's, well, it's a great name because it's fucking New Kids, Salt and Pepper, Rick Astley, and somebody else that oh would have been on your mixtape. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, NKOTB mixtape tour. Oh shit! Sorry, and in vogue. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> now you're never going to get it. Not this time. Uh, yeah. New Kids, Salt and Pepper, and Vogue, and Rick Astley. <laughs> Damn. Did Rick, uh, like, I know I can just look on Spotify because I don't remember off the top of my head right this moment. Did he have any other song? Okay, here's the thing. I like Rick Astley's whole, that, that album that his one song came off of, I used to play that whole fucking album. So I, oh, really? I can probably I can probably sing that whole album from beginning to end to you. Like, There's no stranger to love. <laughs> Let's I see. Good album. I'm going to look at his discography. He's been keeping busy. Oh, yeah. Come on. Together forever and never. Oh, too yeah. Far. Together forever. We two. Oh, God. It would take a strong, strong man to ever let you go. God, this album's good. <laughs> so I'm going to listen to Boingo's uh, live album. You're going to go back to listen to some Rick Rowland, Rick Ashley. I've been playing a lot of Grand Duran lately. Don't say pl- goodbye, girl. Goodbye, girl. After after we were talking. Oh, my God. oh wait, wait, wait. OK, pull up the Rick Ashley album. This uh-huh. is my favorite song on the fucking album. It's called You Move Me. And I'm pretty sure it was in some 80s movies. I totally remember it from some 80s movies. Move me. Here it is. Eighties movie. Oh yeah. While 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 fucking Eddie Murphy goes around a building and shit like all like sneaky in Beverly Hills Cop or something <laughs> or Golden Child. Oh, good one. I know every song on this album. I just Rick rolled you with Rick Ashley. 
I mean, listen, look at look at that number of plays. Four hundred million plays has that song gotten on Spotify. That's yep. insane amount of numbers of motherfucking people listening to this shit. Damn it. Did I send you that clip of him with the Foo Fighters recently? Nope. Fucking YouTube, fucking Foo Fighters and Rick Gasly. They had Rick Gasly come on stage recently and did they played his song for him while he sang too. And he was just so fucking grateful. Oh He's God. like, it's like a dream come true. So he was totally nervous and shit like that. It was so good. So fucking love Dave Grohl. Let's see. Yeah, Dave. Um, let's be honest. Dave Grohl's a national treasure. And if you don't think so, you go fuck yourself. Uh, let's need, see. I've never seen the Foos live. I need to see them. I think I have. I think I have. Absolutely. So let me tell you something. Every once in a while, you meet a badass motherfucker that has the balls to come up and do something in front of 30,000 people that he's never done before. I would like to introduce that badass motherfucker right now. And you're like, I wonder who this could be. The most badass motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. Is there a date on this? 2017. Hey, Rick. Hey, Dave. How are you? I'm good. Why are you fucking yelling at me right now? Because I'm very nervous, Dave. (laughs) So, we can never reenact that fucking moment. Never. Ever. It can never happen again. Never. But watch this shit, because I feel like we're going to make a new moment right now. Do it like... Good. Yeah, it looks the same. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty fucking badass. How fucking good is that? Like a fucking pat in the background with a big Kool Aid smile. Right? Okay. Fucking once again on this show, we prove that Dave Grohl is a national national treasure. Right. Dave once Grohl's. again, Dave. Dave, national treasure. All right. Why don't we uh, get to the movie? Because I'm I need to pee, so it'll be a good time to maybe play that uh, play uh, that intro music. Like, oh yeah, you, break you, real quick. you go do that. I'm gonna do this. Yo, it's the Goody Squad. Hey, everybody. What's cracking? It is Aaron X on the latest 
Goody Squad episode number 124 as we talk about whose house? His house. Uh, came out in 2020 on Netflix. A This is the beginning of our spookies. Spooky movies for for October. Um, yeah, I'm 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 excited. I'm pumped. I'm elated that it is Halloween season and that the seasons change, people change, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for some cold weather, spooky stories. Um, houses decorated. I gotta bring out. You know, I got a bunch of haunted mansion collectible stuff that I probably should bring out and decorate a, a little bit with because i have not yet um, wait what wait what so the girls have decorated the house the house is decorated for halloween what i have not done is my part which is digging in the the uh art hurt studios closet to get out my uh art or i'm um, sorry my my halloween uh haunted mansion collectible stuff out to start you know um to start a. Uh, you know putting that shit up because you know like that stuff used to just be out in the office all the time mm-hmm. um problem is is that like you know uh lego has taken over mm-hmm. and so i just didn't have any room for it so i just put some of that stuff away i'm like oh it'll maybe i'll just make it a special thing for halloween but i've been dropping the ball with the haunted mansion stuff but yes episode 124 whose house his house his house came out last year on mm-hmm. the netflix as i said um, this was our movie and the beginning of our spooky times here at the Goody Squad. With Chiba and X. Uh, when did you watch it last night? I watched it last night. I watched okay. it last night. I wanted. I wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to watch it last night. I. I we were gonna plans changed. There was supposed to be people here. Um, it fell through. So um, I was gonna watch it on Friday, but because that all fell through, I'm like, eh, I'll make it Saturday. So it's nice and fresh in my brains. Did you give them the premise yet? I have not given them anything about the movie yet, except for the whose house, his house. Okay, so his house, the 2020 horror thriller thriller film written and directed by Remy Weeks. Um, And the film tells the story of a refugee couple from South Sudan struggling to adjust to their new life in an English town that has an evil lurking beneath the surface. Basically, they're putting like a detention. The refugees are putting this detention until they can figure out what to do with them. And they said, okay, we found this house for you, but like, here's the rules. You got to stay here. You can't go anywhere. You know, you can't now there's a bunch of stupid rules. Yeah, yeah like pull over and shit like that. Can't, can't like get a job and start making money. Yeah, you can't like you can't basically assimilate to life here because we don't know what we're doing with you yet. So you just live in this house and uh, don't forget to uh, play along nice and be one of the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just be, the, <laughs> just be one of the good. We're one of the good ones now um, in this movie. Uh, yeah couple actors i i who were played the main characters who i've never seen in anything mm-hmm. um the caseworker guy though his, his name is matt smith he did look familiar uh well he, he would be familiar to a lot of people who used to watch doctor who because he was one of the doctors oh. um he's also uh i think on the crown i think on netflix oh maybe that's why i did watch the crown okay so oh, yeah. yeah yeah he played um i think he played philip like young philip yeah Okay. Not my, not my favorite doctor in Doctor Who, but definitely one who was very charismatic at the role and very like brought fun to it. But yeah, I like this guy. Um, he's going to also be um, in the prequel series of the uh, Game of Thrones show that's coming out on um, on uh, H- on the HBO Max. But yeah, 
Um, so it stars Wumni Masaku and Sope Actually, Jirisu. I take that back. I have seen her and stuff. She does look familiar as Bol and Rial. The, they're the husband and wife refugees. Yeah. Let me now I feel like I, I need to at least give her 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 uh, her just do because I know I've seen her in other stuff. And I, I want to make sure that she gets represent, represent, zent, tribe call, quest, represent, represent, zent. She's got quite the uh, TV filmography. She was in Loki. Yes. Okay. That's okay. She was the, she was the, uh, one of the guards, one of the TVA guards. Yes. And she was on, I want to say it. Let me see. I want to make sure that this is the right person. Um, Because I thought she was also on a British oh, she show. she was in Fantastic Beasts, too. I like that movie. Yeah. But she's really good and, and low-key. Um, well, she's done Law & Order UK. Who knew? There was a show I thought she was on, but she apparently is not. Let me see. We'll scroll back up. Make sure. So I'm not misquoting myself. Wow, she's in Donna Justice. All right. While you're looking for that. We first meet Bol and Rael when they're in the detention center, and we meet them as the husband Bol is having this dream, this this nightmare, it looks like, of their journey where they were in a small boat with a bunch of the refugees that somehow, we don't know, tipped over, and they lost a bunch of the people, including their daughter. So we find out they're this couple that has made it to America, but they've been through a lot to get there, and they lost their daughter on the way. Um, Which is obviously super sad. Yeah, and uh, you know when the husband's having this nightmare and he wakes up, the wife's sitting right over him and she's like, "What do you dream about?" And he's like, "Oh, our wedding day." And it's like, mm. and she's like, "Yeah, okay, motherfucker." Like, you don't... she was like, "That explains all the screaming," which was a great <laughs> line. <laughs> she was but, really good. I really enjoyed her. Her, I did uh, too. Her performance. She's got a very. Um, she's got such a like a strong presence, like. But also calming, very calming. Yeah, but there's like, um, like some of the scenes where, she, like, you're just like, like, we'll get to that part. But holy shit, like, as as the movie progresses, she really like, <laughs> holy fuck, man, like she's just the look on her face, like you can see just everything, like, yeah, you knew exactly what she was thinking. If she was your mom, she'd be one of those moms that barely had to say anything to you all the time. She oh, a look, and you knew what the fuck. She was one hundred percent fucking momming her husband, and <laughs> honestly, rightfully so, because holy shit, man. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, so like, they end up in the, they end up in this house, and you know, like the 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 caseworkers keep making the point that like, wow, this is even bigger than my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mind you. It's a shithole. Like it, it, it cockroaches. It, it's been lived in. It needs. It, it's like a like a squatter was living there, yeah. and like now you live there, and now. And they're but, trying to make it all. But honestly, form. but honestly, like these people are appreciative because, you know, who knows what the fuck they lived in before? Mm-hmm. You know, they're like you said, they're from the Sudan, so like you know they got the fuck out of there. Um. Um. I, oh, I wanted to bring up the, the the scene where like you think it's it's there's a lot of like interesting scenes in here that are like oh shit that's not from now that was from back in the day, um, like uh like oh, the flashbacks scene, yeah like the flashback scenes of like when they actually left the country, you know because mm-hmm. at first you think 
like you know it gets to the part of the the end of the movie where like she's running away from the husband and you think that it's it's she's doing it right at that moment but then when they flash back you're like wait oh shit like this isn't that this isn't now that was back then yeah when when he finds her and stuff so kind of like at the beginning when we met him and, and he's having that that dream of, of their journey, you get these little flashbacks throughout the movie that eventually build up to one big flashback at the end that kind of explains everything. Yeah. And that's what I would say. Yeah. And but, but I right mean, my jo- the, go ahead. I say, but right from the jump, as soon as they get thrown into this house, this new house they're supposed to stay in, like expect the bumps and spooks and uh, the, uh, the spookiness to begin like uh, spookies. <laughs> uh, spooky movies um now this is my favorite kind of uh, spooky movies because i'm not into the gore yeah horror it's, movies i don't yeah. like those i i, I want to be like oh fuck and i did that a good couple times where i'm like ah shit motherfucker yeah. got me shit motherfucker. This, one, this one has a lot of you know what's in the background what's peeking behind the corner a lot of shadows and shit shadows i love they're playing off the fucking holes in the wall i mean basically when the couple gets there they feel like there's something already in that house definitely the husband's drawn to the walls they're hearing echoes they're hearing children a, a little girl saying mama which we think is their you know dead daughter haunting them or whatever you know and yeah and they're like, you know, they're one of those people in a typical movie. Well, he is. Okay, the husband's one of those people in typical movies that's like, I have to know where this noise is coming from, and I'm going to stick my head or hand in any dark, creepy hole that I find. Yeah, and and and, and then I'm going to tear all the fucking walls apart. While the wife was kind of like, supposedly she was hearing it too in her own way and decided not to fuck with it. <laughs> well, because she's the woman, and she's the smart one, and, and realizes, oh, okay, like, this thing is not to be trifled with. Like, cool. Um, he was not that smart. Um, so yeah, it doesn't take him long to find out there's some kind of evil in the house that the husband's trying to go after. And the wife, Rial, she tells him, I don't know, for like date night two or night one. I remember pretty early on. So she's pretty fucking early that she says she she talked to it, too. It's an it's an apeth. She called it. It's a night witch. She tells her husband the story of a man in her village who accidentally stole from the witch by the river and then. Uh, when he built his home, the witch moved in and haunted him. Mm-hmm. And she believes that a witch has followed them because of their past to where they are now. And at this and, point, we're like, well, what possibly could you have done to get a fucking witch to follow you? Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not until like, obviously, spoilers. We're in spoiler territory, folks. So if you want to like watch this movie and be surprised, like don't listen to this part but here we go so they're obviously trying to get out of the country they get to a bus uh the bus is fucking full and yeah it's him and the wife and they're just like we need to get on this thing like sorry it's full the husband grabs some random fucking kid holds it up to the person that's letting people on the bus but she's just a kid she's just a kid let her on she's just a kid so he basically kid jacks this. He, he pulls a Titanic is what I said. As soon as I saw the scene, I'm like, oh, he pulls a Titanic, the dickhead and Titanic that was supposed to be engaged to Kate Winslet character at the end when he's trying to get on a boat. He sees this little kid crying in the corner and he grabs the kid. And he's like, look, I have a kid. I need to yes. get on the boat. And then remember, he goes, I'm the I'm the kid's only parent. She has nothing without me. So they let him on the boat. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> he, pulls, he pulls a Titanic. He pulls a fucking Titanic. 
and steals this kid from her mother who is screaming who, and chasing who sees down the fucking bus. The kid is now on the bus screaming for her mother, and the mother sees the kid on the bus and is yeah losing her shit as she just got straight up kid jacked while she was trying to get out of this fucking thing as the you know like the militants are fucking showing up or whatever. Um, and so worst of all, they get on a boat. You know, the, uh, you've now jacked this kid. You're on your way to hopefully fucking freedom in some other country. And then the storm hits. The boat goes over. A bunch of people fucking drown, including this kid that you kid jacked. So, yes, you have a bunch of bad mojo coming t- towards your ass because you done fucked up, man. You fucked up. Yeah. So there's that story, and then we also see the wife in kind of her story, too, about how they escaped, and she's back in this house and surrounded by her friends who were kind of talking to her, And but you kind of find out at the end that all of those friends got massacred while she hid in a cupboard to get away. Yeah. And the interesting thing, so the the, the kind of all comes down. So while I, I thought the first half of the movie was spooky and was scary, I felt that the last half, that kind of explained it all and why, uh-huh. it, you know, and, and basically it's talking about refugee struggles on, on to get here and the ghosts and almost the survivor guilt because, you know, she yeah. all of her friends slaughtered while she escaped. Everybody like a lot of people in this boat died on the way over there, including this kid that her husband kid jacked, you know, but yet yeah. they escaped to try and make a new lives for themselves. So do you go on like with this guilt or, trying to forge ahead because that was what you were trying to do in the first place. And, you know, I don't know, everybody in your village you think would be proud of you or something. I don't know, but it's, it's, it's a tough call because yeah, it's, it's very, I had similar feels between this and like squid games because there is that like survival survivors guilt. Yeah. Of yeah. like, you know, sure. Like people would wanted to get the fuck out, um, but didn't and couldn't. So, you know, all this family, all these friends that you've left behind because your country is being overtaken by these like militants and you did what was best for you. But yeah, like there's a lot of people you left behind who didn't make it out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 100 percent survive. I almost feel. Yeah, I, I almost feel like it was like two different movies at that point. Like the first half was like a spooky ghost story. And the second half was like, oh, shit, that fucking deep. And yeah. heavy, and I can see why there's a witch following you now. Yes, and and I thought that they did a good job of tying it together on why these, you know, apparitions or whatever um, was following them. Um, I did enjoy that, um, but like it's just the creepy like holes in the wall and shit, where like you can see them peering through there. You just see the the whites of their eyes. Because <laughs> mind you, good. like these these apparitions I mean- that they see are are basically people. You know, in like traditional, like um, native tri- village tribal yeah, attire. Yeah. Right. So they're, you know, in this like house, it's all fucked up and just like coming into the shadows and shit. Like the one scene where like they're like overtaking the husband and like he's like stretching to turn the light on because for some reason when he turns oh, yeah, the lights yeah. on, they disappear. And it's very tense. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was um, a good touch. Yeah. So yeah, it's a very, uh, yeah, it was an interesting way to 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 do something like this. I, I definitely enjoyed the way that they uh, told the story and just kind of like, you know, just the survive, like you said, survivor's guilt with this and uh, trying to like survive, you know, and like the husband, 
was completely sold on like, no, we're staying here. This is our new mm-hmm. life. Like we're, we're not going anywhere. This is us. This is where mm-hmm. we're, at, we're at. And the lady was like, I think we need to go back like yeah. this. Like there's just like, we can't deal with this mojo. Like this is fucked up shit. Um, um, so yeah, it, it, it all culminates with, with the, you know, the, the, they're in the house. The wife is just kind of like at the wit's end because the, the apparate, the apath had told the wife that like, if you want your daughter back, like, like you, you got to like basically do your husband in give us crazy guy. Yeah. And, and, and he, and the husband, hears the same shit. Like you want to give your, 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 your wife back this kid. Like you, you got to go, you got to like split your flesh and all this other shit. And you're like, oh, damn, fuck this shit escalated quickly. <laughs> um, but, uh, so towards the end of the movie, he, he, he basically co- has a come to apath moment <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, I'm, I'm like, cause it looks like the wife is going into the kitchen to grab the knife to do him in. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 realizes the knife is gone and that the husband has cut his arm open and mm-hmm. is just basically calling the the apparition to basically you know Calgon take me away, mm-hmm. um, but then the wife has you know a, a moment of clarity and ends up slicing this thing's neck and it fucking like poofs and stuff. <laughs> um, now mind you, all the while this is happening, like the the husband has asked to like, hey, can just for shits and giggles, I just want to ask, uh, can we move out of this fucking house? Because I know you told me not to, but um, can can we go somewhere else? Why? What's wrong with the house? Like you, you're stirring shit up. Like I told you, to, like lay low, and we can see if we can work something out. And it's like, well, you know, it, uh, it's just uh, rats. Yep, house got rats. Yep, it's it's rats. We gotta get, we, we gotta get the fuck out. Um, it was no rats. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so like you know, the caseworker is like kind of like getting concerned because he thinks he's gonna like, um, you know, he's he's rustling feathers, if you will. And then he breaks the glass with his hand because he's being so tested. Like, no, it's fine. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta go. <laughs> um, so yeah, at the end of the movie, the the wife makes uh makes good by choosing her husband, and um, you know, this is where the uh the the caseworkers show up again. And they're just kind of like looking at shit and being like, "What the fuck did they do to this?" Well, they patched the holes at that point, but it, you know. But the house, but yeah, patchy. but the house it's still all patchy. Looks, it's all <laughs> fucking patchy McStevens, and the house still looks like, you know, pretty wonky, right? Um, but they look happy as all can be. They're like, "We're we're just what what did they say? What did they say to the guy uh, that we're just uh, the same thing they told the guy told him at the beginning of the movie. Um, Be one of the good ones or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're one of the good ones. <laughs> we're one of the good ones. Yeah. Yep. That's that's us. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. So I I, I liked it. Um, how many times did you physically jump? Ooh, uh, a good number of times. I jumped once. Once? Oh yeah, I would say it was like at least. Uh, and I think it was just the first thud that we got when they got to the apartment because I wasn't expecting to happen so quickly and we didn't even see anything I think we just heard a noise and that made me jump I was like oh and then uh, uh, that was that was that was the only jump for the whole movie okay because I I, I, <laughs> but I'm, I but I'm weird that's why I ask so what like yeah a normal no person. I, <laughs> I, I feel I feel like I got a couple in there yeah because um, there's a lot of good moments of I think a lot of yeah like, oh shit oh shit moments oh, in this fucking god my yeah fucking got me shit or my husband going what was that was in the back there what was that what was that <laughs> Well, and he's usually kind of jumpy, isn't he? Yeah, he doesn't like these kind of movies. Yeah, but he knows. There's, uh, I will never forget the uh, the Halloween video of him uh, 
Oh yeah. You know, jump in at the app fucking weird, creepy things that you put in the hallways. Yeah, he said something about that. We were talking to somebody in it, and I go, I haven't done that in forever. And then he pointed out that I did it like last year. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I put a mask. Like, I have a mannequin busk. It's yes. not like a real mannequin. It's like old fashioned, but I'll put like a Halloween mask on it sometimes and hide it behind a door or something. Like that. <laughs> and you know, it's mean. Uh, but it's so fun because it's Halloween time, y'all. It's Halloween. This is what we do to our loved ones, folks. Speaking of, I was poking around on, uh, you know, Hulu's got that Halloween yeah. uh, hub right now. And nope. I was all right, I'm like, all right, what you got? I found out that fucking Hulu's got the entire Twilight Zone series on there. And I'm like, oh, oh. that's dope as fuck. So I went through there, yeah. like, adding some of my favorite episodes to watch. Also, they have mm-hmm. the entire X-Files on there. <gasps> really? I know. So... I don't know if you have ever seen what what is known as the scariest, most fucked up X Files episode ever. It, um, I'm but, sure I have, but you did you watch the whole series? Uh, Miha, you and I watched the whole series at Mel's house. We would have okay, a drinking. We had a we had a drinking game. But I didn't know you stuck around for the whole thing. Oh yeah, I mean, because you know, yeah, no, I was I was in it to win it. Okay, so there was an episode called Home about the inbreeders. Do you yes, remember that? Yes, yes. It's on Hulu. Ooh, because whenever shit. they rerun the show, they do not show that episode in reruns because oh. it was so fucked up. Wow, really? Yes. Uh. And whenever they have like a countdown or whatever, the best episodes, because recently, you know, when they brought the show back uh-huh. years ago, they did a special, they did a countdown and that that episode got number one and they played it again. But they it normally does not show up in. Oh, reruns. interesting. Yeah, so it's kind of like. I haven't seen it from beginning to end in forever. It was like, we should watch that. Oh, yeah. Dude, we should. Yeah, that's a spooky one. That's a good spooky one. It's a fucked yeah. up episode, man. Yeah. Holy shit. I forgot about it. I mean, but yeah, I've definitely seen it because, yeah, I definitely remember finishing the show. Um, Oh, Halloween. Halloween spooks. Yeah. Um, Outside my window. I really wanted to watch the new Saw movie this year, but it's not anywhere for free. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's, that's a bummer. Saw book. What was it called? What was it called? Something. Spiral Book of Saw. That's it. The uh, Spookies. Um. Uh... It was the one that Chris Rock had something to do with, right? Yes. Yeah, he wrote it and started it. Oh, I forgot to bring up what I what else I watched last night. I watched a lot of shit last night, apparently. Because <laughs> <laughs> I I watched uh, I watched uh, this movie. Obviously, I watched the I finished the two maybe three episodes I had left of the Squid Game, and I watched the new Chappelle. Um, oh, show that's I lied. on. He didn't write it. My bad. Oh, oh, weird. He's just in it. Yeah, I thought he was like a producer. Or something. I, yeah, I felt like but... he had some co- some sort of connection to it because I remember there was a reason why he was in it. Yeah. But yeah. But uh, yeah, the Chappelle show closer. Um, fucking dude is fucking hilarious. Got some crazy mm-hmm. opinions on some shit. Uh, but yeah, fucking hilarious. Um, what are we gonna watch for our next movie? 
Well, let's rate this one first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we haven't done that yet. Um, I'm giving it a pew, pew, pew. I'm getting a solid three. I thought it was good. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a probably a two and a half. Okay. I liked it. Um, I'd probably watch it again. Um, I don't know if I'd watch it again, but I would recommend it, I think, is my what I'm going off of. Yeah, I'd recommend it. I'd probably watch it again. Probably not anytime soon. But like, if it, if it's one of those things where I'm like, ah, it's Halloween time. I don't know what to watch. Oh shit! I remember seeing this movie. Let me let me go back and watch it. See if I catch anything that I didn't catch before. Uh, I'd probably watch it again. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. Two All and right. a half with 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 recommendations and possible viewing again at some point. But yes. To continue Halloween season, what's on the list that is hollow Halloweeny? Um, like the problem is nothing that's free. <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, let's see. Farewell, giant, the kitchen, and Bob Uncovered, Hollywood, his house. I would I would look on 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 Netflix right now to see if there's anything, but it's going to start start talking to you. It's just going to start talking and being just annoying as fuck. Um, I really want you to watch us. Did you say you have a streaming copy of it? I believe I have a screener copy of that one. Do you want to I've... check? Because if you do, then, you know, you can just watch that one and I can watch my copy and we could do a review on it, even though it's not on anything right now. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, Wait. So let's be HD free. What is that? What is that? What is that? What's this? What's this? Well, it says if you go to Amazon Prime, it says buy movie HD. It says $14.99, but then it's crossed out and says zero right now. Does that mean it's free? Oh, let me go look. Oh, I have so many fucking like on my router. I block any sort of ads from that level of things. Mm -hmm. So if I Google something and the first top search is an ad, even though it's like just Amazon, if it says ad on it, it, it won't take me there. So I have to like scroll down and like find the right um, link. Yeah, when I click on it right now, it says... Which one? Uh, you said us, us, right? Yeah. Let me see. If he says... Oh, maybe it's because I'm not logged in. It's, it's like, oh, it's included in your 30-day trial. Oh, okay. Doing. Yeah, because if I click on Dick. it, it says, <laughs> it, it, like, you got to buy it. Um, Let's do this. Let's not do this one for this one, but maybe the one after. Because I, I last time I tried to play a, a Blu-ray in the in the living room, like, I was having issues. And oh, I, I need to, I need, yeah. So I, I think my Blu-ray player might be taking a shit. So, That's but I. But I have a an external that I can plug into like a computer and stuff. Um, so let me let me see if that external still works, and if it does, then I can you know just play it on my computer or whatever and just watch it from there. Um, so let's 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 push that one back to the the episode after after next week's, and so I can test that properly because I don't want to mm -hmm. end up like saying we're watching this and then all of a sudden it didn't work and then. I hear you. I just don't know what to watch now. Um, let's see. Let's look. I mean, we're already on Amazon Prime. Let's just look. 
you look on Amazon Prime. I'm I'm actually on Netflix. So perfect. I haven't watched Hush, and that's on Netflix that I was gonna watch. Hush, huh? Let me see. Violent, scary, suspenseful. It's about a deaf girl who lives alone, and somebody breaks into her house. Sounds fucked up. A deaf writer who retreats into the woods to live a solitary life must fight for her life in silence when a masked killer appears in her window. And so it's on Amazon, or you said it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a ninety-three. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Let's uh, let's do that one. Okay. So twenty, what year did it come out? Twenty sixteen. All right. I just want to make sure I get the deets. Hush. Genre it says genre it says horror movie. It says what? Horror movie. Have you seen um, um, um what's the other one we were talking about? Kind of like the premise of this one. Don't breathe. Uh no, I haven't. That's a good one too. I don't think that's a horror movie in my opinion. So suspense thriller, maybe? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Which I mean, look, I'm okay if people want to qualify those those movies as as Halloween-ish or Halloween adjacent. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I I prefer spooky, suspenseful movies, um, apparitions. Yeah, to me, possessions. blood and gore does not make a horror movie. No, like I don't I don't need to see you like sever your arm or, you know, sever somebody else's arm or sever. All right, we'll do Hush then on Netflix. Severing wieners. What? That's, that's too much. The fuck? God damn it. Um, yeah, let's continue with Hush from 2016 on Netflix. Um, and then with the possible next week or the week after uh, Hush, or I'm sorry, Us, um, as long as I can get it to work. <laughs> All right. Let yeah. me know. Yeah. All right, then. Hey, well, thanks for hanging out and listening to some spooky stories and a lot of um, music chat, which we love to do. <laughs> And we love to entertain you. So thanks for hanging out. All right, then. Until next week, then. Goodies got out. Boy, boy, boy. That's all I got.